Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Album of My Life podcast on the Allentown Network. I, as always, am your host, Jeff, joined today by my good friend, Jenna, who will be talking about her album. So, uh, Jenna, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us why you're here. Hi, I'm Jenna. Um, I am currently a grounds worker, uh, so that's fun. <laughs> I am here to talk about an album that was very influential, um, during a period of my life. Unfortunately, that was very hard to narrow down, but I think I got one that will be relatable, but also a little distinct. Right, yeah, and that's, and that's what we're all here for, right? We want to talk about music, and that's the fun of it. So today's album will be Daft Punk's Discovery from 2001, their second studio album. Uh, so what, tell us a little about your connections with this album and why, why you chose this album. Sure. So growing up, uh, everyone is influenced by their parents and their choice of music and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. And luckily, my parents had really great taste in music, I feel like. Um, so I grew up with a lot of 70s, 80s, and 90s, like rock, funk, and um, different genres like that. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of ELO, Kansas, and uh, Kiss. And, yep. uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my upbringing. Yeah, very cool. Um, but the one thing is, like, growing up, um, a lot of the albums that you tend to buy are close to home, close to those things that you were influenced by. And around elementary school is when YouTube was, you know, discovered for me and everything. And one of the things that I fell upon was this album by Daft Punk. So it was totally not influenced by my parents' decisions or anything. I happened to discover them. Um, so that was pretty unique. Um, and yeah, this album just really stood out because of its visual impact and the songs that were on the album. Which we will get into talking about just here in a minute. So yeah, I think that's always unique too. Is like, especially that first album you discover that's, yeah, we all grow up on our parents music tastes and we kind of follow them and then but then there's always that moment where we kind of break away and we find that first album of our own and it's like ooh, what's this this is something different it kind of i mean i can kind of see why you would gravitate toward daft punk with their sound given that it is a little bit yellowish a little bit kansas like but, oh yeah but then again it's something completely different especially in the you know their use of vocoders and electronic stuff and all that so the album was, as I mentioned, their second studio album, the French duo Daft Punk, if you are unaware, they are from France. Uh, <laughs> for, the, for those of you following along at home. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, really, like I said, second album. It's a 14-track album, so it's a, little, it's a little lengthier than most mainstream, I would say, quote-unquote, albums. Uh, and, and especially, well, there's a few tracks we'll get into on their length, but let's just dive on in. So uh, track number one, One More Time. So what, what, what can you tell us about what you like about this song? So right out the gate mm -hmm. in this album, the very first song is high energy, high impact. And when you're watching it online, as mm -hmm. far as its music video goes, it's very dynamic. You're, it, it's telling a story and it's showing that there's a whole nother world to discover with music and just the influences of this band. Like you said before, like they're two French artists um, and yet <laughs> their music has a completely different sound that incorporates so many different things. And this song definitely shows that. I, I really was drawn to this band also because of 
just their influences as far as like aliens and <laughs> uh, creatures and their spacesuits and everything go goes. And so when you hear this song, it's very uh, full of energy. And then of course, it tells a story with its music video. So I really loved it. And then it has a catchy, uh, you know, one-liner in the song as much as, you know, that is the theme throughout the album is it's, it's also catchy with the ones that do have words in them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's one, one thing that's kind of funny about them is they do have a lot of songs that are just, well, I mean, you know, not not necessarily on this album, but, you know, they have that song Around the World, which is literally like, that's all they say in the song for like, right. the, the album cuts like, what, 10 minutes or something stupid? Yeah, that's but, it. Yeah, but they do have a lot of like, just instrumentals, which are, they're kind of trippy. And actually what's funny about this song too, is it was released as a single before it was included on the album. So that's, right. yeah, they were they were pushing that out there already. So they were already kind of in, in my mind when a band releases a single before an album and then includes it on an album, it's kind of a tone setter. So if 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 the single was really great and then the album just completely bombs, it's like, well, you wasted that. Right. Good, luck, good luck coming back from that. Yeah, but it, again, this is a five minute track. But then again, that's not unusual for house music is longer tracks because it is you know a little more dancey, catchy, uncha, uncha, uncha stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know, I'm yeah. picturing like Night at the Roxbury now, but that's just me. Definitely. And during the time that it was released, that mm -hmm. kind of music, um, influenced by electronica and just like that hip kind of sound was, that was it. Like mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> lots of DDR, lots of video games, right. lots of <laughs> turn of the century stuff. So the song hit it on the, uh, you yep. know, on the nail. Yeah, then the track, the track, the album moves to the track Aerodynamic, which is a little shorter, 327. Uh, so what, what do you like? Yeah, yeah, purely instrumental track. Which, yeah, which brings you back. Um, you know, not a lot of albums, you know, turn of the century are going just straight instrumental. Um, and so it kind of brings you back to like the 70s or like, you know, that movie, um, Heavy Metal, mm -hmm. <laughs> where it's just yeah. like straight instrumental. And I absolutely love it. Um, especially going from such a high energy song to just here's what's funky and that's it. Um, it's a really great way to go into the next track. Yeah, and I, I, I think, yeah, it is. In fact, even like a lot of people compare this, I mean, if we're gonna really go out there to um, Swedish guitarist Ingve Malmsteen, and a lot of people say, you know, a lot of yeah. the guitar work in this in this song is, is very reminiscent of kind of his long, ridiculous um, kind of arpeggio stuff, and it's just the the way he plays. And this song reminds a lot of people of that. So yeah, and then it transitions, as you mentioned, into I think probably quote me if, correct me if i'm wrong maybe <laughs> the, the, it was maybe the biggest song on this album uh well second biggest, yes. second i would say second biggest digital love yes definitely um i absolutely love this song it's one of the first ones that i download every time i get a new phone or something mm -hmm. it's this one uh well there's four but <laughs> this <laughs> one's on there for sure yeah exactly um and again this one has more instrumental but you know the words are very minimal um but mm -hmm. so great. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think coming out of like uh, an instrumental, like aerodynamic and then the coming into, you know, digital love again, I think it was probably, it was the third single off this album. Yeah. The third single off this album. And it, it was actually featured in a movie. 
That's right. Movie, movie I've never seen, but Interstellar 5555, the story of the secret star system. But there I there go more space jams. Awesome. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, and it's yeah, it, it's so I, I've looked this up a little bit. I've I've had to do a little research on this, but apparently it's just a really out there uh, Japanese French animated musical sci-fi film. So right, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like I'm I, I'm it's on my list now of things I kind of want to watch just because okay, it's got a Daft Punk soundtrack, it's got all this weird stuff, and Digital Love is just a good song. Too, so. Right. I don't know too much about, you know, different instruments or anything like that, but right. I love how this song incorporates, again, like that funky, like guitar. <sighs> See, you, brought, you, you know your instruments. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Not really. But, yeah, but it's got that funky feel, but also mm-hmm. I love the electric in it as well and yeah. the song puts that in there and it also reminds me of a video, of a video game like yep. yeah Absolutely. it's just so good yeah i think i i saw this quote in a couple places uh they actually compared this song to like people thought they were sampling super tramp oh there you go yeah, yeah. so yeah it kind of has that it, it, it kind of has that super tramp and i when, you know i read that and i thought about it and i'm like yeah kind of actually makes sense that it would it does have that kind of almost like super tramp electronical vibe to it yes and you know i always as much as i love the 70s and 80s music like all those hits that you always remember i always had that feeling that they were they're missing something like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's really good but this isn't like a perfect song and i feel like again you know digital love it's it's getting there you know, they added something just a little bit more, uh, you know, to make it just even better. Right. Um, that, that vibe in a song. Yeah, absolutely. And then, then okay, now probably the most famous track of the album. Definitely. Salon. Yeah, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Yes, and, all yeah, the videos. Is, yeah, all the videos, all the remixes, all the covers, all the awards that it's won, all the gym playlists that it's on. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> to it's this been, day. Yeah, oh yeah, it's still on one of my, like, workout playlists, even though I don't really work out anymore. But it was yeah. Right. When I was when I was going to the gym, this song was on it because yes. it's yeah, it's, it's what we're you know it pumps you up. Oh yeah, and this song like like you said there. I remember seeing the music video, mm-hmm. of course, which I devoured like in one night. Just all these music videos when I discovered mm-hmm. this album, and right. like it's so interesting because whenever you have an idea of like alien abductions it's always like some other species coming down to earth and abducting humans mm-hmm. but with this album they did the complete opposite earth yep. earthlings like went over to their their planet and like abducted aliens and in this music video for uh harder better faster mm-hmm. like they're transforming them into like humans making them look like it and I thought that really stood out. I was just like, oh, dang, we're the ones <laughs> who yep, are I, very destructive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I like that they decided to play with that in this way. I mean, just the song, I mean, just looking at some of the numbers on it, it, it they released it in 2001, but it's still winning awards right. even a decade after that. And yeah. Yeah, a lot of people putting it on the like, uh, 100, top 100 list, top 150 lists, top 200 lists, whatever you want, whatever lists people were making, like it was making lists. It was making every single list. Oh yeah. Because it was just that catchy. And like you said, it was freaking everywhere. You couldn't, for, <laughs> I remember like between 2001 and like, maybe even like 2007 or 2008, especially since they re-released it in 2007, 
it was just everywhere. It was every, you know, every commercial, every advertisement, they were using this stinking song that would get caught in your head like freaking herpes. <laughs> That's right. And then there's also another like video with the song that I'm sure everyone remembers of like mm-hmm. these two women, like they wrote every lyric on like different limbs on their body and like they were able to coordinate a dance just based off of the different words that are being said and they're very robotic with it too. And it was just so great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a tribute to, you know, this was, and I think this is one of the things too, especially here in the United States that we kind of fall into sometimes is music can be very regional, but you know, this French duo kind of took over the world for a little bit. Right. And they were, they were one of the true international sensations there for a little while. And I mean, I can't think of too many other bands that have really since, since the 1990s really done that. Right, and so many different influences. They, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're French, but then they also went and, you know, have this Japanese style of like anime and yeah, incorporate so many different kinds of music. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And then from the ever catchy, harder, better, faster, stronger, it goes into <laughs> a song called Crescent Dolls. Now this is one I've not heard a lot of. So tell me a little bit about this one. So this one's really great. It's another highly instrumental song. It's mm-hmm. not as long as some of the other ones, but it is yeah, impactful no. in that it kind of slows things down. Um, it's a little more, instead of highly energetic, it's a lot more um, calming mm-hmm. and it's very relaxing. Um, in the music video, again, it just shows them more like getting used to their roles. They're playing music again. Um, mm-hmm. In the series of music videos um, that, of course, our aliens get kidnapped and kind of transformed, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. um, into these humans. And this song shows them being, you know, on stage again and they're finally playing, but their music isn't as energetic as that first one, as that first, you know, the the song, um, I'm sorry, uh, One More Time. Mm-hmm. And so it shows that they're still really good, but there's just a different vibe there. It's not as great. They're still getting their feet wet and they're kind of confused as to what they're doing on a completely different planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like this song actually shows that story a little bit in that it's, it's a great song, but it's not, you know, it doesn't have the same happy energy. Um, but it's yeah, really great. <laughs> especially coming off of like harder, better, faster, stronger. You know, that, that song builds you up so much. And then maybe this is like the come down. This is the, you know, yeah. slow down. And, and I think, you know what? I think really great albums really do mix that speed and mix that emotion in there really well. And I think maybe this is why, you know, clearly you picked this album for a reason. So. Oh yeah. yeah I think a it, little yeah. bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. And then, so from Crescent Dolls, it goes into Night Vision. Right. So Night Vision is also kind of like a a sleepier uh, type of song. Mm -hmm. It shows that, you know, again, that range, there is more of that. I think it's going to be like your bass guitar being a little more funky, a little Mm -hmm. more edgier. Um, Yeah. And as we're going through the story of of, um, these different species that are on a different planet. (laughs) Um, The music is, is transforming a little bit to where there's a little more confusion, a little less, um, you know, disarray going on. Um, So yeah, and it's only a minute 44, so. Right, it's more of that transitional song. uh, Yeah, 
Yeah, it's right kind of smack in the middle of the album. It's almost exactly halfway through the album because there's 14 tracks. This is track six. So, right. yeah, and maybe it's kind of coming out of that early, you know, I mean, there was a lot of high energy in the in the early tracks, and now it's kind of building back down, but still building the layers of the story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because from the minute 44 Night Vision, it transitions to an almost four-minute track, 357, <laughs> of Superheroes. Yes, and again, that song, it, it's another pick-me-up, and it's mm -hmm. definitely another popular. This is another one that I'll download almost immediately as soon as mm -hmm. I get my new phone or a new album uh, or playlist. Mm -hmm. um, again, they don't use a whole lot of lyrics. Like, I think, yeah, what they say is something's in the air. And it's just repeated over and over again. Yeah. And it's just very high energy song. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of power when bands do that too, especially if you choose your words right and you choose your beat right and you, and you choose you know, how you're gonna layer it. You don't need a lot of words to tell a story. Right. Yeah. And again, just like music videos, I highly encourage people to uh, look at this entire album on YouTube because not only does the music tell a story, but the videos do as well. Mm -hmm. And for superheroes, it's just really them getting, you know, their grounds, you know, or they're getting their feet on the ground and discovering who they are again, but this time as, a, as an earthling. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, you know, thinking about that too, I think Daft Punk especially, they're... I wouldn't qualify them in that category of just musicians. I would quantify them more with the, those visual artists, you know, because they're, yeah, they're doing great music and catchy music. But if you look at the visual elements they're bringing to the stage and to their videos, I think it's, it's really kind of a whole, very well-rounded art. Right. I agree. Yeah. So from superheroes, it moves on to the track High Life. High Life. So this one is also very instrumental. Mm -hmm. um, another transitional piece, um, very high energy. And in the music video, <laughs> this album's very experimental with their methods, but um, in the uh, music video, the story is being shown how they're actually, you know, taking position of, uh, or possession of um, material things and they're really growing you know into superstars on our planet and so they're almost fading away fading you know giving distance to their past selves and growing into what they are now here on earth and it's great and it's beautiful but um it's just not them so it's a great song high energy again so they found their you know footing here but it's just not as good as that very first song <laughs> right and i think you know every album is going to have that song where it's like yeah i love the album but the, you know then there's that one song, first like, well, song. It, doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't quite fit not my not my not my not my cup of tea but it but, fits yeah. the tone right. of the story they're trying to tell with the album and it's exactly so yeah i think you know, concept albums especially, albums that are trying to tell that complete story. I, and they're gonna have those pieces that need to fit in and transition and build and, and right. take you and, out of what you, the action you just heard. Right, and although this song is instrumental with not mm -hmm. a whole lot of lyrics, the vocals in this song is very catchy and I dare not repeat <laughs> or even try to attempt, but it kind of reminds me of, uh, oh goodness, Pink Floyd. Um, okay. Dark Side of the Moon has that one vocal song with that woman. Um, oh, I, I'm speaking yeah. out of my depth here a little bit. It might be, is it brain damage? I'm, I probably could be wrong. Yeah, where it's the lady just 
she's yeah, vocalizing wailing. that turns yeah. into yeah yelling and then eventually like yeah just that ah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just do this off the top yeah. of my head. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's just um, High Life gives kind of like an homage to that where it's just, you know, just that funky mm -hmm. vocalization where it's just like getting it. Um, so, yeah, that's what this song reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. I might be out of the or out outside of that, but <laughs> yeah. same vibes. <laughs> yeah, I, I get where you're coming from on that. And so from... High Life, it moves into Something About Us. Oh my goodness. So, in my <laughs> opinion, this is the best song on the track. Or no, okay, so, yes. yeah. so, so what, what's your connection to that? Why is this your favorite okay. track? So, um, yeah, oh, okay, so it's completely different from the rest of the album because it is one of those slower paced songs, but the lyrics are very impactful in this song um, just because it, you know, it's kind of that angsty yearn uh, of trying to have something that you can't. So obviously the, the biggest thing to go to is like, you know, that love you can't have or you don't understand. Um, and then as you grow up, it kind of, you know, develops and grows and only gets bigger um, as far as the lyrics go and how impactful they are. Um, it's just so good. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, you know, especially when you connect with an album on a personal and emotional level. Yeah, and I, th I think the music is going to reflect, A, where you're at in your life, and B, if it continues to be an important album in your life, and has, and has been for a long time, you, yeah, it's going to have those kind of themes like, yeah, I was, you know, growing as a person. I was, this is what I was longing for, or this is what, the way I see it now. And your right. understanding of the album is going to evolve, but it's never going to fall out of favor. Right. And as you, you know, grow and get older, mm -hmm. this song is very good to have sex with. So here we go. <laughs> I will take your word it's, for that one. I haven't tried that one. It's one of yet. those songs. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is the Daft Punk bedroom jam. Definitely add it to your playlist. You heard it here first, folks. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how many people listen to Daft Punk. Everyone else is just nodding. <laughs> yeah, everybody else, right? There's just a, a line of people going, yeah, and and they're done that or we've reminded someone x right now and they're like turning off the podcast <laughs> either way that's terrible <laughs> eh, it happens that's radio that's so true. yeah something about us the bedroom jam uh transitions into <laughs> voyager voyager yes uh another instrumental but picking up the tempo very good um it is also probably up there in the top five songs from this album just very, very good, very high energy. Um, instrumentally, again, they, they make electronica just so funky, which <laughs> I feel is so rare. Sometimes electronica can just get so noisy with just how electric it is, and mm -hmm. they just make it so funky. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's, you know, now that you say that, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I can't think of another band that I would say sounds like Daft Punk, no. which that can always be a double-edged sword too. Sometimes you're like, oh man, that band, there's no one that sounds like them. And sometimes you're like, there is no one that sounds like them. Thank God. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with Daft Punk, I think it's one of those, no, there's just no one who sounds like them because they, they've for a while now done what they do so well. And it, their sound is unrivaled, I would say. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Voyager then goes into, let's quote some Latin now, to Veridus Quo. Oh, good. You 
pronounce that better than I could ever do. But <laughs> I know I know a little bit of Latin because I will actually get into the rooting on that here in a second. But so tell us about, <laughs> tell us about the track. <laughs> yes. So um, again, another instrumental. Um, very very good. Very high energy, <laughs> which I guess you could say about the whole album. Just so so good. Um, with this song again i i, I want to say it's the bass that really just sticks out in this song i'm, I'm not good with my instruments but i'm right. gonna say it's the bass just very very good yeah none of us are music experts here, so <laughs> and it is the second longest track on the album at 544 definitely but yeah we'll get to the longest one in a little bit but you know <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah yeah, and just for the music video, like this one is like where everything starts getting disrupted, mm -hmm. where, you know, the, the alien species discovers that they're not who they really are, especially mm -hmm. after the last track and things get, you know, carried along. And I feel like this song helps carry their, their adventure on. Yeah, and reading up a little bit on this, it was saying like that this is kind of where like between something about us, Voyager and Veritas Quo, it's kind of where yeah that's the identities of the of the quote-unquote aliens are being <laughs> unmasked and they're they're finding out who they are and it's it's kind of the it's the final rising action to the crescendo definitely yeah and so the veritas quo though it's kind of a it's bad latin actually but it, it's oh but yeah it, it's it, it's the correct phrasing in latin would be quo vetis which would translate more literally to uh where are you going? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So putting it in there, it's it, they're kind of you know where are you going? It's it's kind of it kind of makes sense in the story, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Who are you? Where are you going? What are you doing here? Etu brute, etu. <laughs> so Veritas Quo moves on to short circuit. Yes, another instrumental uh, that leads <laughs> to one of my favorite songs on this album, but uh, yes, uh, Short Circuit is again, like just one of those high energy, as it is throughout this entire album. And <laughs> right. um, just really, really good. Yeah, which that goes into Face to Face. Yes, and Face to Face is, I, I guess that is the crescendo. I feel like it's the end, um, yeah. it's, but it's yeah, very it's satisfying. Fair. Yes, so, Face to face goes into yeah, it's it's got the great instrumental, but it also has um, lyrics to it for once. <laughs> yeah, <that's> a, <laughs> to, a rarity on this album. Yeah, exactly, and it is just very very good. Um, yeah, and face to face is one of those ones that got. I mean, it was on it was on dance playlists for yes. forever. I mean, it was in fact uh, one of my sources said it was even on the uh, dance the billboard hot dance club playlist or the play chart in two uh, as late as 2004 oh my goodness yeah, yeah so and, it's and got it was, legs. yeah yeah oh yeah it had, it had a lot of legs <laughs> I mean, and it got remixed a couple times and it also also did appear on that uh interstellar 5555 film wow yeah yeah this was yeah it, it was one of those insane tracks and like it is it's a great song to dance to it really is definitely and the lyrics are very it it speaks out and or it stands out because it really is direct in what it says and it says things that no other songs are saying so mm -hmm. uh just to like i have one of the verses here and it's yeah. 
I turned away because I thought you were the problem, tried to forget until I hit the bottom. Like, how revolutionary is, I'm sorry, like, not a lot of songs are very direct in saying that, hey, (laughs) I had some disturbances because of what transpired, and now I'm just going to go ahead and say what I need to say to you. And that that shows a lot of courage, I feel like, and to put that in a song is like, ooh, man. (laughs) And I think that's it's just very relatable because everyone's going to have that kind of moment in their lives where it's like, you know, everyone's been beating around the bush. It's like, okay, let's just be direct yes, about this and definitely and how it is and, and figure this out. Definitely. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. And that's it. They may not have been the first to do it, but they definitely <laughs> did it well. Definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely give them props on that one. And then yeah. I think this album closes and kind of wraps up with, the aptly named 10 minute song too long yes and it is too long (laughs) no not at all but uh very very catchy um i feel like with an album that um starts as strong as it does it makes sense for it to end as strong as it does i know it you know potentially and depending on your mood it can be as you know too long (laughs) uh but it because of how catchy the instrumental component is and because of how simple the lyrics are, I feel like it's it's still groovy, it's still catchy, and it's it's a nice fadeaway to the end of this album. And honestly, it's as calming as the the rhythm and the beat is. It's also very triumphant, um, just because if you if you've got you know the videos playing or if you remember what story they're trying to tell, mm-hmm. um, it's very satisfying because they're they're coming back to you know, the place that they came from, it's their home and, you know, just makes them kind of feel or make you feel nostalgic for, you know, the journey that you were on and Mm -hmm. where you're coming back to. Yeah, it kind of wraps it up real nice, puts a bow on it. Definitely. Yeah. I I think, yeah, it it is a great way to kind of end that journey. I think it's one of those songs that leaves you kind of like, now I need to re-listen to the whole thing again, but with a different (laughs) lens. Right. And I find it very hard to skip this song just because, and I am a (laughs) skipper for sure. Uh Um, But with this song, it's just, it's very relaxing and triumphant at the same time. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, yeah, we'll let this play its course. Yeah. And I mean, really, I mean, yes, a lot of these songs got used in a sci-fi anime, but at the same time, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, at the same time, I think the whole album itself would make a good uh, science fiction movie or, or cartoon. Definitely. And with the music videos that that go with this, mm-hmm. if they all tell their own story. So it would be so good if mm-hmm. someone could take those and actually create an actual film with this. That would be fantastic. Yeah, wrap them all together. It would be cool to see how they all got wrapped together with like a through line and, and you know, and, and taken to that level. Because I think it's it, it's pretty much already written. It's there. And it's the Why right not? length. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it clocks in just right, about an hour and a half. If you probably, I'd say it'd probably be an hour and a half movie if you put everything to it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, And it would it would encompass everything. The band is influenced by you know so many cool things, especially sci-fi. So it'd be really cool. And then yeah, you know, coming out of this album when it came out, it 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 got kind of I I would say mixed reviews. It got a lot of what I was to me the more credible sources uh, gave it some pretty good reviews. But then there's you know some of the more jaded professional reviewers kind of didn't 
give it so high marks. I mean, like Rolling Stone gave it a three stars out of five. Oh, so, yeah. but, but I, I take that with a grain of salt though, because that's Rolling Stone and they tend to be jaded. You know, the Guardian newspaper, they gave it two out of five. Right. Then, but then, you know, like all music, they gave it five, gave it five stars. Uh, D- different other publications gave it four stars, five stars. It oh, got yeah. a, it got a seventy four out of hundred on Metacritic, which for Metacritic is usually pretty good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? They're still here. <laughs> yeah, I say yeah. They didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you know, and this is what I've always what I, what's been interesting to me for for the few episodes of this show that we've recorded. A lot of people were picking like early albums, specifically second albums of bands. Of and course. I think yeah, I think after you get that, you know those freshman jitters off and then that sophomore release is either going to be your make or break. And I think a lot of people that's, I mean, that's where they make, I feel, make it or break it. I feel that's a hundred percent true. I've noticed like as soon as creators have their first push, their first album, first show, first episode of anything, the second one, the second idea that they've had is always just, you know, and almost immensely better, almost yeah. like, you know, they just, okay, I did that. Let's do what I want to do now and do it yeah. right. Yeah, I, yeah they, fig- they figure out a lot of things about the process, I think, along the way of creating that first album and figure out where they want to really put their time and effort and how to do things better. Oh, definitely. And what their audience is going to connect with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, for as, as mixed reviews as it got from professional critics, you know, it was it was number one on a couple of different charts. Uh, you know, granted, that's like, you know, the Belgian charts. But it, it it did peak at twenty three on the on the Billboard Hot two hundred. Uh, wow. It yeah it it had some really good reviews and of course depending on where you're talking about in the United States it's a certified gold album. Uh, it's been platinum three times in France. Oh yeah. So I mean it, it pretty much is either gold or platinum or multiple times platinum uh, in the different you know major regions whether that be Australia France Germany United States UK. It sold. Right. It sold millions of copies. So I, yeah, and I think this band they might <laughs> stick around. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> I forget what year it was, but they released. Um, I feel like you know every other year they're coming up with uh, something to stay, you know, modern or in in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, every time they reemerge, they have it might be you know a single or you know you know they release like four four songs but they're all super funky super you know mm-hmm. hit and impactful they're pretty yep. good yeah they're they're not they're they're they might not be putting out a great volume of work but they're they're doing a lot of good stuff oh yeah definitely okay. yeah so anything else you want to, any other stories or uh, things you have to tell us about why you connected with this album and why it's one of your favorites uh sure so like i said it's just you know go figure the the name of the album is discovery and it was one of the first albums that i remember discovering on my own just mm-hmm. like looking on the internet and browsing youtube hey there it is um and just because yeah the way that i was raised and everything like they just hit all the marks um i'm really since a young age have been impacted by you know sci-fi and um just all different things and i know that they've they have been influenced, you know, from, you know, the day the earth, the earth stood still and NASA spacesuit and <laughs> a bunch of other really cool things. So I feel like they spoke to me on that level and helped me be okay with being a little weird or <laughs> um, 
or expressing myself um, and my interests in mm -hmm. in their work, whether it be their music videos or um, their music itself. So it just helped me, you know, create that voice at a young age of, hey, this is unique and different, and so am I because of my interests. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I think we are a little weird around here. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and this helps. <laughs> So if you had to summarize this album in five words, how would you? I can't. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd do it. Uh, oh my goodness. Probably influenced music that contains all. Um, I really feel that they, they incorporate so many different things into their style and they continue to do so. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I, I think that's completely valid. I think, a lot of people need to find that music that they connect with and you know music i mean for me personally it's why i'm doing this podcast but music for me is it helped me discover a lot of things about myself and helped me through a lot of tough things and helped me just generally in life it's it's kind of a security blanket sometimes even but definitely yeah. same here this is one of the albums that definitely is a, a comfort to go back to especially to cut through the noise of what I consider to be crap this day, these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's nice to have a reset album to just fall back onto and say, oh yeah, this yep. was really good. Let me continue on this path. Yep, I agree. It's, yeah, there's always that music we have to fall back to and that music we connect with and yeah. Definitely. Yep, well, thank you, Jenna, for sharing that with us. As always, ladies and gents, thank you for listening. You can always contact us at on the gmails at allentown presents we are allentown presents on the facebooks we also have pages for our couple of our other podcasts like 20 minutes at the bar and yeah let us know what you think and you can download us anywhere you can find podcasts but you probably already know that since you're already listening thanks and we'll catch you next time bye